Stewart, Laura and Mitch. Come on in. Welcome to the pickup Friday. Hello. Happy Friday. All thanks to Chemist Warehouse. Head in today. Great savings every day. Big week. What's happening this weekend, Brittany? Something's what do you happening. Mean? You and I are getting on a plane, getting out of here to the Gold Coast, and oh, Laura Burns having a birthday. And I'm also getting on a plane yeah. and getting out of here we're to all, the Gold Coast. We're all out of here, yeah. Just oh not God. together. Happy birthday for the weekend. Thanks, guys. Happy pre-birthday. I completely forgot about it. It was only that last night, Matt, uh, my husband, said to me on the couch, I got your present. And I was like, well, that's unusual for you. And then he's like, well, it's your birthday this weekend. (laughs) I'm so old. I don't even celebrate anymore. It's definitely an age thing. The older you get, the less you care about it. Is it? 100%. I don't even remember when mine is. Couldn't tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a very big show today. Dylan Olcott is going to be here. We love Dylan. Uh, He is an an advocate for uh, people living with disabilities. He's paraplegic himself. He's He's a a brilliant tennis player. He's oh, also yeah. raised a hell of a lot of money mm. recently. He has, and he's launched his own festival, Ability Fest. It's what? happening tomorrow in Melbourne. Is it Jack of all trades, that man? Really? What a superstar. He really is. Yeah, well, he'll tell us all about it because he's joining us on the show next. Coming up, the pickup around Australia. It's the pickup around Australia. Brett, Laura, and Mitch here at Kiss FM get ahead of the spread this flu season with the annual flu vaccinations available at Chemist Warehouse. Only $19.99. What a steal. That's a good price. You know, $19.99. That's a great price to stay healthy. To stay exactly right. Yeah, good call. Hey, Happening tomorrow uh, in Melbourne, this is really exciting. I didn't know about this, but it's going to have a really, really big turnout. Ability Fest is happening uh, Mm. in Victoria. Incredible event. This is one of Dylan Alcott's events with his his new project, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Um, And all the funds for Ability Fest go towards the Dylan Alcott Foundation. Ahead of the big day, Dylan joins us now. Welcome to the pickup, Dylan. Hello. G'day, legend. Hello, superstar. About time I came on this show. Yeah. Oh, oh mate, mate, we've been trying to get you for a long time. You're always too oh. busy. You're a busy, popular Please. man. You're busy My planning man. these festivals. Yeah, we're pumped about it. Look, uh, you know, this is our fourth crack at Ability Fest, and we absolutely love it. Just for people that don't know what it is, a festival just like any other, like Coachella or Beyond the Valley or whatever, we just add some accessibility features so people with disability can come with their able-bodied mates and just have a good time, you know, things like platforms and pathways and Auslan interpreters and a sensory room for people that are neurodiverse. With, you know, we've tried to think of everything and mm. we just love it. We really do. And yeah, it's on tomorrow. It's on bloody excited. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just makes sense, doesn't it? But did you feel like when you were growing up that you missed out on the opportunity to go to festivals because of lack of accessibility? I did originally and then I was really lucky that I had really, you know, great and strong mates who wanted mm. to help me around. But I mean, we've been to a festival together, right, all of us? And, yeah. and and there's this there's this thing about festivals. No one cares about your difference. Everybody just wants to get together and enjoy the music. But for so many people with disability, we're left out of that conversation because people think we don't want to go or we can't go or they don't have accessibility features. And we deserve that choice just like anybody else to get out there and have fun. And yeah, we just want to set a standard that we hope other events follow us, whether it's entertainment or sports or, or in this case, music. And so we've got like Hilltop Hoods, Make Max, Happy the Great. So Hood, good. They're so, so, so good. It's so, not the yeah. only thing you're doing, Dylan, because you've also launched a disability inclusive job site, The Field. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, it's called The Field Got Jobs. And we just wanted to create a space where people with disability can match with inclusive employers online and get in, involved in that employment exchange. There are four and a half million people by the way, with disability in Australia, physical or non-physical or visible and visible. And only 54% of them are involved in the workforce. 
I'm not saying everybody with disabilities can work. Everyone deserves that choice and we often get left out of those traditional job platforms or the traditional interview processes. If anybody mm. with disabilities should get on and have a crack or if you if you have a business and you want to employ more people with disability, check it out as well. You're a good man. I saw you on the project this week. I always love seeing you on the telly. And you said something that caught my attention because it was an interesting take. So this is, this is Dylan on the project earlier in the week. Is your ultimate dream that there's no reason for this festival to exist? I'd love to be redundant. I really would. And obviously the main reason is to raise money for the Dylan Orkoff Foundation to help young kids with disability achieve their dreams. But we want to set a gold medal standard and show other festivals and events what it's like. We are just like Beyond the Valley. We are just like Coachella. The only difference is we have added accessibility features. You know, a lot of them do it already, but some more ones like Platforms, Pathways, Auslan on stage. We just want to show that people with disability deserve the right to go to any event they want, whether it's sport, music, whatever, and just enjoy themselves and have that choice and control. Dylan, most festival organisers are trying to build on it year and year and year, and here you are saying that you hope that one year it doesn't even exist. I'm telling you, I'm serious, right? We really want everybody to copy us, you know what I mean? Because, like, I still go to live events and I can't get in. Or yeah. I can't do this, I can't do that. And that's to, like, me, right? And they might actually know my face or yeah. my name. Imagine what's happened to everybody else. Yeah, that that's such a good there. point. And, and I just want everybody to, to understand the opportunity because we are consumers too. Right? It's good business being accessible and inclusive. It's also the right thing to do. Brilliant. They've raised just shy of 500000 bucks for the Dylan Olcott Foundation. Uh, have a search, guys. And good luck tomorrow. Have fun. Okay? Have, have a rave for us. Have the best time. Thanks, Legends. Tickets are still available, so come check it out. And I've got to say thanks to you, Trey. Always been big supporters of me and my legendary girlfriend, Chantel. So we appreciate oh, it. Yeah, we, we love, love you, Dylan. Dylan. Big supporters. What a man. Ability Fest is available tomorrow in Melbourne. Altar Boys, Broods, Hilltop Hoods, Meg Mac, Mashton Kutcher. Absolutely huge. Now, change of pace. Next at the pickup, imagine losing your wedding ring in the ocean. You know, maybe a river. Thinking it's done for life. And then almost two years later, you find it. Where? In that river. In the same river. <laughs> What, 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 what you thought was that, the cash converters? I was like, maybe she lost it in the couch and thought it was in the river. All right, well. That's a, that's a true story, and it's uh, it's incredible. We'll get you up to speed next at the pickup. It's the pickup Friday afternoon on Kiss. Britt, Laura, and Mitch here head into Chemist Warehouse today. Great savings every day. All right, this couple out there needs to go and buy a lottery ticket. Mm. This happened in the last week, 18 months ago. There were a couple out on a river, a local river, having a little fish. In Australia. In Australia, wow. yeah. Yeah, actually not far from us. Yeah. But uh, the, the woman had taken off her wedding ring because she was putting sun cream all over her body, right? She held it in her mouth oh. to keep it safe because that is obviously the safest place to put it. Mm. Put the sun cream on. It slipped out of her mouth. Oh, no. Bounced off the edge of the boat into the river. Now, what I want to add to this story is... This was a century-old engagement ring. This is 100 oh, no. years old, and they've just watched it go into the river. So they were frantically trying to look for it. Not they, net grandma's ring. Like a beautiful grandma's heirloom. Gra- it was a beautiful yeah. heirloom. So they're looking for it everywhere. They've got, they went and got scoopers, like pool scoopers. They did everything. They got people to help them. Gone. Like they just had to admit defeat. Yeah, it says here they arranged three professional search missions. Missions. Wow. Because it's it would be worth A a lot literally monetary wise, but also Sentimental, sentimentally. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't replace that. I mean, it's different if you lose a ring that you got from Tiffany's. It hurts because yes. it costs a lot. But when it's something that's been passed totally. down from your great great grandma, God, you'd feel terrible. Well, get this. Mm. Somebody just found it 18 months later. 
had heard the story from some fishermen's tales <laughs> and tracked down the couple and gave them back their 100-year-old engagement ring that they lost in a river 18 months That's ago. That's so good. There was a sea shanty and they heard them singing in the ocean of the lost <laughs> ring. Yes, it was like a mermaid yes. under there. But is that not crazy? You <laughs> would think that you would – how has it not even been buried by some sand or something? That's so good. 131065, what did you find after years? I mean, I maybe find, like, you know, in the back of the pantry a half block of Cadbury chocolate and I'm celebrating yeah. for a month. I mean, do you find some lint? in your belly button. <laughs> I do, I do. That's about it. Grant on 131065. Hey, Grant, what did you find after a long time? Uh, yes, years ago I found, uh, well, my father actually lost a watch uh, over the, a boat at a mooring down in North Harbour in Sydney. Right. And uh, the watch was inscribed. It was given to him by his second wife. Yeah. Um, he had lost the watch overboard, dove afterwards. Uh, we're avid scuba divers and... Uh, uh, gave it a go to find it. Couldn't find it on the bottom, unfortunately. Uh, had an extensive look and wrote it off. Um, that mooring was ours at the time. We, we got rid of that mooring in a different boat. Mm-hmm. And years later, I would say eight to ten years later, we uh, came back to the same mooring. Uh, we didn't own it, but we, we t- decided to uh, hook up to it. Uh, my father decided to do a bit of work on board. I lost the screwdriver overboard. Um, oh. The screwdriver like he dove after it to try and catch the screwdriver while free-falling. He managed to get that. It wasn't that deep. And when he got close to the bottom, catching the screwdriver, he saw a watch. Wow. Um, he the watch. <laughs> and uh, I think you get the rest of the story. So Basically, that's... the watch. Yeah. It, working? Uh, was, was it working? Same watch. It wow. wasn't, no, it wasn't working. It's been underwater for 10 years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the battery was dead. Unfortunately, uh, it wasn't working. But they did put a new battery in it, oh. and it was still working. Great advertisement for sports. That is uh, incredible. Yeah. I feel like that's is. unbelievable. It's almost like there's some sort of spirit or voodoo telling you to go right yeah. there in that exact spot. Yeah. And, and the screwdriver, the, a lot of universe... In, in the works there, oh, isn't totally. it? Like chain of events. Yeah, he had the screwdriver there to fix the watch if you needed to. It was all set up perfectly. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's a really He's good like, point. A pocket full He's of like, screws. oh my God, I've got a watch battery. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next on the pickup, Laurie, you've got an ultimatum for Brit. I do. Uh, now, Brit, I know how much you absolutely love your dog, Delilah. No, your you little... can't give her away. No, I, I, I'm tried. not. I'm not. We tried. She's here to stay. Um, but I do have a bit of an ultimatum for you, and I'm wondering whether you make the right decision. Hi, highly likely that I will not. Oh, mm, we'll and well, do it. I'm very I might backfire for you. That's next <laughs> on the pickup. It's the pickup Friday afternoon. Britt, Laura, and Mitch on Kiss get ahead of the spread this flu season with annual flu vaccinations available at Chemist Warehouse. Only 19.99. All right, you guys know that I don't love puppies. Right? You, you have had a problem with little Delilah for a but while. Can I just dog. say, that's not something that you tell people. I didn't realise that was a trait. I know, like it makes me sound like I'm a psychopath, but I genuinely don't like puppies. I just think that they are so, they're so nippy, they piss everywhere, they're just, they're, like, like get kids. A, get an old dog. Yeah. Maybe that's why exactly. I don't like it's like a ch- oh small my god, child. we just cracked. The, there we go. There's well, free therapy. No, because I have two children. I don't need <laughs> another child to take care of. I get it. And I like old dogs. I'm all about like just ones that want to have a cuddle on the couch. They know when they need to go to the toilet. They sit by the door. Missing a leg. Reliable. Is this like a Delilah intervention? What are you getting at? No. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because there is a poor woman who has been forced into getting a puppy from her husband. Oh, sounds awful. She has said she didn't want one. Now, this went on for years. Mm. She, she was pushing back saying, I don't want a puppy. Anyway, finally, he wore her down. Not only did they get a puppy, they got a German shorthead pointer. Do you guys know what they're like? Yeah, no. I had one. What, they're beautiful. What are they? So beautiful, but they need so much exercise. They are neurotic. 
So this poor woman, she finally caved into getting a dog and she feels like her life has been ruined. This dog has absolutely, she says, it is like she's in a living hell. It poos all over the place. It crushes her plants. (laughs) It digs up pots everywhere. There is literally urine all over the house. It's toxic and it's It's killing everything. She said, I struggle every single day and I feel like I'm being pushed out of my own space. My marriage hinges on this dog. Wow. So she's gotten to the point now where this has gone on so far that she is going to give her husband an ultimatum. She's going to ask him, it's me or the dog. Oh, wow, big question. That is a huge question. What would you do, Britt? Okay, if Ben turned around, because Delilah is, she's getting better, but she's a year and a half now. How many things has Delilah eaten of yours? How many designer handbags, shoes? A lot, but it doesn't matter to me. Because my love knows no bounds. No, but you walk into your house, Britt, and you smell dog hair. Yep. You have to brush it off your clothes. You, you can't sit on the couch. Yep. You're buying a new couch because you can't, you've can't. you only had your couch for a year and a half, but your couch is ruined because of your dog. I don't understand. Is this a hate against Delilah and me? Where, no, where do a, I get the, that? Laura brings up a good question. Would you leave your new partner, Ben, of how long's it been? It's, it's only been about six months. Yes. Right? If Ben turned around and said, Britt, this is a real problem. I can't live like this. Delilah is an absolute hazard to everyone and everything. What would you do? Would you leave him? Bye, Ben. <laughs> Get rid of him, hey? Yeah, Delilah would have to win because she's my first true love. Wait, so you would break up with Ben and you love Delilah more. That's what I'm hearing. I wouldn't break up with Ben, but if Ben was like Delilah or me, I'd be like, you're going to live a lonely life, buddy. Well, that's interesting because mm. live from Scotland, joining us on the line is Ben. <laughs> Britt's beautiful boyfriend. Hi, Ben. Well, hello, Britt. Oh. Did, you, did, you, did you hear that? I, uh, I did hear that. Very interesting, I have to say. Do you realise that have, uh, this, uh, you guys just set me up for failure? This just shows where you sit in the pecking order of Britt's life. That's what this is. I know. I mean, I, I'm on the phone when Britt walks to Delilah and she throws a tantrum every day. She eats her Invisalign, she eats her expensive handbags that I bought for her. And yet, I'm the odd man out here. So, I just, uh, I mean, it's, it's a very simple question, babe. If Delilah or me was drowning, who would you save? Oh. I mean, I mean, we really got to put it to the test here. I like to think I'm pretty superhuman. Nah, that's I a terrible answer. Really. They're, they're in two separate lakes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who? What, Delilah's a dog. She can swim. She's falling. <laughs> Delilah's falling off a cliff. She's holding on by one single paw one right paw. now. One paw, yeah. And Ben's drowning. Ben's he's drowning. from Scotland. There's you not guys many, many bodies are of water. so cooked. And he's not three. athletically <laughs> strong. We know that. He's not an athlete or anything. Yeah, Ben's so he's from drowning. Switzerland. He doesn't swim. Who would ben you save? Delilah. Oh! <laughs> Unbelievable. Honestly. Wow. Unbelievable. No wow. more nice handbags for you, Brittany. Babe, 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 babe. I would you're pretty long. I would throw you a rope, pull you in, and then I'd go and save Delilah. No, you're six foot no, six. No. You can you can look after yourself. You've no, I love you. T- I love you fiercely, Ben. Laura, let's leave them to discuss. Okay, I love you. This is the end of the show, and rightly so. Uh, Well, then you can fight about it in your own time. (laughs) Thank you, Ben. Love you. Call you later. Um, Will and Woody are up next to drive you home. Oh, I feel like we need to just leave those two. Guys, you are cool. You just set me up big time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, enjoy that. You know, when I ask you guys for a setup, it's usually like set me up with a guy, not set me up for failure. Well, now we can set you up with a guy because you might be single again. Yes. Well, it looks like <laughs> I am. All right, we'll see you guys Monday. Have a good weekend. See we'll you. Woody, you're up next. See you guys. Bye.